Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Growing Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Parker Cruz, and on this episode, we have a very special guest, my mom, Sheila Cruz. Mom, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and, you know, what you do? Well, I am a second grade teacher at Pine Ridge Elementary out in Claremont in a more rural area of Claremont, and I have been there almost 10 years and I love it. And I love educating my kids and being there for them every day. And I'm a mom of three. I'm a mom of a college student at UF, Go Gators. I also have you, who is a senior and a sophomore. And all of my kids have been involved in the FFA. And I'm also married to John Cruz, who has an agriculture degree from the University of Florida in Ag Operations and Management. And I'm a lifelong resident of Florida, and I was born and raised in the South Lake County area. Really interesting, really interesting. So you touched about how your kids, like, we are involved in FFA, and a lot of that stemmed from you being involved in FFA, and that's a big reason why Hannah joined and why I joined and why Abby joined. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about your experience in FFA and what that was like? My experience in FFA was very memorable. All of my days of the FFA, I enjoyed, I looked forward to, and the competitions really grew me as a person. And I was, I became a member in eighth grade. And back then you couldn't join before that. And then I stayed involved in high school and I was a public speaker. I did extemporaneous for um, four years and loved it. Um, I got to the state level. Um, I did not win the state level, however, but um, I count that as a valuable experience and I feel like it contributes daily as I teach in the classroom. Um, I've also done meat judging. I've showed three steers throughout my life. Um, I've done livestock at one time. I've done vegetable, parliamentary procedure. I basically tried them all. And all of them were very rewarding in what they had to offer me. So going back to when you said you joined in eighth grade, what kind of made you want to join FFA? Was it influenced from you know, Mimi and Pappy, or was it just, you know, you had a lot of friends that were in it? What made you want to join FFA back in the eighth grade? I would say that it's a combination of things. Um, My parents come from agricultural backgrounds. Um, I had a lot of friends that were in the FFA, and it was a club back then that that was the thing to do. That was the cool club and that was the club that you were going to benefit from on campus. So I wanted to be a part of that. And when I say that my parents come from an agricultural background, um, my father's side, my paternal side, um, had many tobacco fields. They picked their own cotton. They grew their own vegetables. They farmed. They worked hard. Um, all their days and so did their children and my maternal side owned their own grocery store cut and wrapped their own meat um, was open for many years here in the local community of Groveland so 
I think it's a combination of things that got me interested in the FFA and in agriculture. You talked about how extemporaneous was your favorite contest and you really love that and how you how it's helped you today in your career. Um, were there any other contests that you really enjoyed that you still use today or you know you just have a good, fond memories of participating in or practicing with? I feel like that's definitely one of my top ones. Um, I did enjoy vegetable a lot. Um, I feel like I still use those things even when I'm out in the grocery store as far as, you know, grading and how things look and if I should purchase it. Um, and in being able to recognize the vegetables when I'm in the store. Um, I also enjoyed parliamentary procedure and I feel like it helps me um, when I go to various meetings so that things are run in a business-like manner. Um, but I would say definitely I enjoyed the public speaking the most, um, and I've benefited greatly from it over the years. So if you kind of, you, you didn't talk about this, but this is something that we know and that you've talked about to us before is that you were, you were part of the first ever screening process when it comes to state officers with the Florida FFA. So can you tell us a little bit about what made you want to be a state officer? Who influenced you to want to achieve that? And what was that experience like? Well, first of all, I wanted to be a state officer because I had such a passion for the FFA at that stage of my life. And I wanted to serve and I wanted to give back what I felt like I had received from the FFA all those years. I had two very supportive ag teachers at that time who no longer teach, and one of them is deceased, but they were very influential in my decision. My parents were very influential and were very supportive of me taking on that. Um, yes, that was the first year that they actually made you go through a screening process. Pretty much everyone screened through as long as you got a certain amount of points. Um, back then, there was a lot of people running from one area and there were many runoffs to come down to your final area person or your final state secretary or your final presidential candidate. But even though I didn't win and there was so much competition back then and it was next to impossible to have like the most votes because of so many running. I just count it a privilege and I count it as a great experience because I have friends all over this state, even to this day, because of that opportunity and because of that experience that I had. And I had a very supportive alumni, which is still very active today. The Southlake alumni is still up and active and supporting kids. Um, we do fundraisers all the time, and we're just here for kids. And I think a lot of what I'm involved with today is rooted back from my younger years in the FFA and in agriculture. So you talked about how the alumni is very supportive, which they are. They're very supportive, very giving. To our, to our organizations and to both of our clubs. 
So can you tell us what it was like, the transition from being an FFA member to becoming an alumni member? Because you weren't really involved in the alumni until, I mean, I don't know, before I was born if you were involved or not. But um, we really started you started seeing you get more involved when Hannah was in high school, when I started high school, Abby started high school. So how, how has being in the alumni helped you or how has being in the FFA now in the alumni, how is it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, what was that experience like? What was that jump like from actually living in the Blue Jacket and doing the contest to now being on the flip side where you're supporting the people in the Blue Jacket as they go do contests, proficiency awards, whatever it might be? Well, I was very supportive right away. Um, even before you were thought of, Dad and I got involved um, with the organization shortly after we were married. And Mr. Odom was at South Lake at the time. And um, Bob Carlisle was teaching ag at Gray Middle. And we began to support the FFA through judging, through helping with projects, different things like that, even before you were born. Then we kind of took a step back from it um, and was not involved as much. But then when you all came around and as you begin to go to school, we got involved again because we knew that we wanted our kids to know more about this organization and we hoped that you all would be interested in it and would see the benefits from it and want to get involved as well. So uh, one big thing that the Florida FFA is known for, and FFA in general is known for, is, is their state conventions and their conventions in general. So when you were in high school, you went to state conventions, and now as you're a parent and chaperone and alumni member, you've been to state conventions with us. How have you seen the level of the state convention change, whether that be the content that's provided or just the atmosphere or just the size in general, how have you seen that change over the years that you've been involved in FFA? Well, first of all, convention has always been awesome. And I think the Florida FFA has done a really good job to keep that momentum there. Definitely the convention has changed over the years. I went from going to Orlando Twin Towers to Greenleaf back to the Twin Towers, different places. So it's definitely changed in the fact that it seems to be at a more um, set place now than it was at one time. Um, definitely the dynamics um, are different as far as the electronics, the technology, yeah. Um, the graphics that are mm -hmm. used, all of that is just way more intense than what I was ever used to. But I think as far as engaging the students and getting them pumped up for what the FFA can do for them and how many agriculture supporters we actually have out there that support these students, I feel like all of that is equal the way it back, was back then, if not even better. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Florida FFA for continuing to make state convention a positive impact on students 
because I received a positive impact, but I feel like even today, kids are getting an even better impact of what this organization can do for them. I definitely think the attendance is greater. Not that it wasn't good back then, but it's definitely um, more populated now than at the time. So, did you had the opportunity to go to National Convention when you were in high school? Yes, I did. So, what was that like? Because I went this past year, and, you know, now they have a huge expo hall. It's like the size of two basketball, maybe two or three basketball courts. It's it's awesome. They have giant combines in there, tractors, trucks that galore. Um, and, you know, they do it inside. They, I went this year, and this year was the first time they ever did this. all the sessions in Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, so an entire football stadium was basically used for all the sessions at National Convention. So what? how was National Convention when you went? What was the atmosphere like? What like Size-wise, what was it like? How was the journey, the trip? Um, what was that entire experience like for you? Well, as a high schooler, I went twice. And back then, as a district, we would organize a trip as a district. And we would charter a bus, and the district officers would be in charge of it. And your chapter could sign up to go on that charter exposition, exposition to National Convention. And in that trip, you were offered the opportunity for some sightseeing along the way. And back when I went, the convention was in Kansas City, Missouri. And we stayed at a hotel like they do now for the Florida um, members and guests. We stopped at various places like Chattanooga, Stone Mountain. Um, we would stop um, at places in the mountains that people um, might not be able to see otherwise. We stopped at dairies. We stopped at places where the ice cream was made. Different things that gave us that hands-on visual experience of what's out there in the agriculture industry. And when we had them back in Kansas City, Missouri, the crowd was large, it was intense, but I'm sure, as I said, it's even bigger today, the dynamics are greater, the technology, mm -hmm. the things that they use to engage the students, I'm sure are way different than it was for me. But with that being said, National Convention was a great trip. You always looked forward to the bus trip. You always look forward to getting to Kansas City, going to the rodeo, um, going to the content or concerts that they might have. Um, it was just a great experience overall, as I'm sure it was for you. Mm -hmm. um, so I think things have changed, but overall the experience is still great. And you drove, but I rode in a charter bus. And I know a lot of people fly today. I don't know how many people or if any are using charter bus tours anymore, but anymore. I thought of it as a great experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I really do appreciate you wanting to be on my podcast. You've definitely been a big supporter of this and big pusher of this, of me succeeding in life in an FFA, and I, I really do appreciate that. And 
I appreciate you wanting to sit down and you know talk to me about your FFA journey and your involvement in agriculture. So I really do appreciate that, and thank you for coming on. You're welcome, and I'm your biggest fan, and I think this is a great thing that you're doing to educate people and give them more knowledge about the FFA. Well, thank you. Uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait to make another one for you. Um, you know, just always remember to keep growing your knowledge, whether that be in agriculture or whatever it may be, and can't wait to make another one for you guys. See ya.